Hello, and welcome to the Harvard Kennedy School PolicyCast. I'm your host, Matt Cadwallader, and today we're joined by Yorgios Lakotripis, the Minister of Energy, Commerce, Industry, and Tourism for the Republic of Cyprus. Minister, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having us. So, uh, Cyprus's bailout and bail-in in 2013 uh, came with some really deep austerity measures that sent the country into a depression, really. Um, it seems that you've handled it a little bit better than your uh, Greek counterparts, both socially and economically. Uh, can you explain wh- why that is? First of all, I wouldn't want to compare to any other country. Uh, you're right uh, in saying, Matt, that we underwent some unprecedented events uh, uh, as reflected by the bail-in, which was, uh, in essence, the first time that the European Union was applying this kind of uh, measure to uh, salvage the banks. So we, we took a severe hit in uh, March 2013, but from there on we've set our eyes on implementing what has been agreed with our international lenders. Uh, in uh, undergoing the structural reforms that practically uh, almost everyone agrees should have taken place long time ago, mm-hmm. uh, right? So even though there might be some differences as to the way this should be implemented or the content of these structural reforms, there is no, there's very little doubt about the need to uh, to go ahead and implement implement them. That's what we've been doing in the past couple of years mm-hmm. uh, and uh, now we expect in essence 2013 was a year where we had to keep things together 2014 I dare say we stabilized the situation and we look forward to 2015 in actually generating growth marginal growth but growth nonetheless and uh, certainly what is important primary surplus uh, uh, in our fiscal finances so what are what were some of those reforms that were so necessary that didn't didn't happen beforehand. Uh, prudent, prudent uh, fiscal policy. It's one, and on the other hand, also focusing on the on the strategic industries, on the industries that we have competitive advantage uh, with. For example, uh, professional services or tourism or shipping. Some very uh, strong um, industry sectors that showed resilience uh, in the face of the of the recession that uh, we have been facing and still still are. And there is a reason why uh, these sectors, uh, there are many reasons for these sectors showed resilience. Uh, I, I would dare say one of them is the fact that they have never been based on a bubble, mm-hmm. right? They've always been based on solid foundation, on human talent, uh, on our ability to attract foreign direct investment. Um, but also it's, um, it's, it needs to be mentioned here about how the, the Cypriot people, the Cypriot citizen, uh, how responsibly they um, they reacted in the face of this adversity. Mm-hmm. Uh, the latest elections in Greece have put in power a government which has taken a somewhat ill view of the eurozone and the troika that has been lending money. That certainly hasn't been the, the Cypriotic uh, position towards the eurozone. Do, do you see that you uh, obviously you have deep cultural ties to Greece? Um, do you see that you have to somewhat distance yourself from that um, that resistance to the eurozone now that you know that that's happening in Greece? Well, let me let me first outline that we have deep historical, cultural, religious, linguistic ties uh, with Greece. Um, each of the country feels the other a brotherly country, a sister country, um, if I may say so. Uh, at the same time, uh, the Greek 
population, the Greek citizens have been undergoing a severe recession, much worse than anybody has anticipated. Uh, you can look at the numbers of unemployment. Uh, you can look at the numbers of uh, the young youth unemployment, which is above 50%. Uh, and uh, in the latest elections, uh, the, the Greek population gave a mandate to the government uh, to re-look uh, re at things, to reshape things. Uh, the, and they have uh, taken their course, they're discussing now with the um, institutions, uh, and we hope that there would be a resolution uh, very quickly. And don't get me wrong, uh, we have uh, our, the challenges of our own in Cyprus, uh, the, it has been hard on, on people, we have very uh, high levels, unprecedented levels of unemployment, uh, ranging now at 16-17%, especially among the young, which is at about 35%. Uh, so what is important for us, as, is, as it is important for the Greeks, uh, is to uh, give the people the fishing rod, not just the fish, but the fishing rod, to give mm -hmm. them jobs, that's what they are asking for, mm -hmm. job growth. Uh, we have been implementing uh, the program, uh, despite the challenges which I mentioned, and we are starting in Cyprus to see the fruits of it, and we hope that should we have uh, a, a good year in tourism, in professional services, in our traditional industries, uh, we should be able to be back in growth. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, the, the last thing which is usually corrected in deep recessions such as the ones that we are undergoing is unemployment, but uh, with patience, uh, working methodically, uh, we should be able to create the necessary jobs uh, to get to give people a chance. You mentioned traditional industries, but one perhaps non-traditional indus industry that's coming up uh, is in the energy sector. Uh, you're pursuing offshore drilling, not not drilling yet, but uh, at least looking at the different reserves that are available. Um, you've contracted with a few different companies to do this kind of research. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that? Absolutely. Uh, while we have been focusing, as I mentioned before, on our traditional sectors to uh, keep the economy moving and drive it forward, we have also been betting on uh, a new um, sector, the oil and gas sector, based on, uh, on the discoveries that we've had so far in the Cyprus Exclusive Economic Zone uh, to build our future. Uh, so uh, uh, let me say that we have had a number of drills already. Uh, we have a discovery by an American company uh, Noble Energy based in Houston, and we are now in the final stages of um, of, of uh, the drafting of our exploitation plans. And, and it is very important, the next weeks for Cyprus will be very important in the sense that we will be moving for the first time from the exploration phase to the exploitation phase and the monetization of these resources. Mm -hmm. uh, and we have been looking at various options. Uh, we are focusing now on regional sales. Uh, there appears to be a, a market uh, for natural gas in the neighborhood. Not an easy neighborhood, but uh, we look forward to commercial negotiations uh, with our counterparties in order to uh, complete the circle, as I like to call it, uh, from the licensing of, uh, of the blocks, from the exploration, and now to exploitation of the natural resources. Now, energy prices lately have not been uh, as high as they've been in, over the course of the last 10, 15 years. Um, does that impact at all your uh, how you're moving forward? Absolutely. Uh, there is no doubt that um, having um, a major uh, international companies operating in your exclusive economic zone in Cyprus as exclusive economic zone, seeing their revenues practically halved, uh, right, makes an impact. Uh, so uh, they have been looking at uh, their investments uh, in the country. So far, we haven't seen any cutbacks 
on that, which gives us confidence uh, in the sense that the prospects are looking good. Uh, and uh, we are doing exactly the same exercise now in, in looking how to monetize the discoveries that we have in our hands. And certainly the uh, prices, the international prices of oil uh, have an impact, uh, but we feel that that's manageable in our case. It's uh, you mentioned the the word the exclusive economic zone. Unfortunately, in this situation, uh, Cyprus is not exclusively uh, exploring in the area for gas resources. Uh, Turkey is as well. Um, obviously, Cyprus has been uh, split since 1974. Some of the negotiators that have talked about reunification have seen um, both parties' exploration for these offshore reserves as a potentially inhibiting factor in the negotiations for possible reunification. Um, do you think that's the case? Uh, Matt, thank you for the question. It gives me the opportunity to, to set the record straight and explain uh, the, the, what, what exactly has happened. Uh, all that Cyprus has been doing has been exercising its sovereign right over its exclusive economic zone. Uh, the negotiations for the Cyprus problem started about a year ago. Uh, the president of Cyprus is highly committed in uh, trying to find a solution to this uh, long-standing uh, issue that started in 1974 with the invasion of Turkey in Cyprus. Uh, but what has happened is that uh, Turkey has sent battleships and seismic vessels to do exploration work uh, in the southern uh, shores, in the southern waters of Cyprus. Right. So we have had violations of sovereign rights in the past, mainly in the north, but for the first time uh, we had battle, Turkish battleships and uh, seismic vessels violating blocks that we have licensed out to international companies uh, through international uh, bidding processes, mm. right? in which we have commitments, the companies have commitments, and we have seen a Turkey interfering in that effort, which is uh, no more and no less than exercising the sovereign rights uh, of Cyprus in exploring and exploiting its natural resources, as expressed by the U.S. Um, as well. Uh, so the president had no other choice but to leave the negotiating table uh, because we would not be a, uh, negotiating with a sword hanging over our heads. Uh, now there are efforts uh, being done uh, and uh, also led by the United States in trying to get the leaders back on the negotiating table. We are very hopeful that the negotiations will resume uh, in the very near future, uh, hopefully finding a solution to this long-standing um, situation. Is that is that a condition upon which uh, you would re-enter negotiations? The, the condition for re-entering negotiations is for Turkey to, um, to, to, um, um, to fully um, abide by the international law, and to uh, respect our rights, our sovereign rights to do that, and to uh, refrain from similar behavior uh, in the future. Uh, if these conditions are met, then we will happily return back to the negotiating table. In, in the near and long-term future, where do you think growth is going uh, is gonna to come from? What, what's the bar graph look like? Uh, the, the bar graph actually looks uh, positive for 2015, uh, much sooner, I, I have to say, than anyone has anticipated, even our international lenders. Should certain, of course, things uh, happen, for example, we need to have a very uh, good uh, season in tourism, uh, which impacts uh, our GDP by more than 12%. So if we have a good tourism season, uh, then um, um, all the numbers should be 
should be uh, as per our targets, and then we should be returning back to growth and primary surplus. Uh, from there on, uh, we need to cut, uh, continue the structural reforms, cut red tape, uh, introduce um, innovative measures, build new sectors such as um, ICT, innovation, research. Uh, and uh, this has been also part of my discussions that I've had in the U.S. over the past uh, week. So the chart is looking good for 2015, but of course, uh, challenges remain. We're not out of the woods. We need to continue this path and continue to invest in our traditional sectors while we build new ones uh, that will be able to add value uh, to the Cyprus economy. It's hard to imagine back in 2013 that someone would have such a rosy outlook on the Cyprus economy. It, it is in in sense that we are cautiously optimistic. Again, we are very pragmatic in where we stand on our two feet. We don't want to jump ahead of ourselves. There's still a lot of work that needs to be done. But this is very largely owed to the patience of the Cypriot people who have endured uh, through this very difficult hardship, we haven't had uh, significant or any, I dare say, social unrest. Uh, uh, people actually expect these structural changes to take place because everyone acknowledges uh, to a very large degree that these, um, these um, uh, other situations which brought us where we are in, uh, in the recession and these economic hardships today. So we look forward to the future. We look forward to the future optimistically. Uh, we should continue down this path, uh, and I'm sure we'll be out of uh, this difficult situation very soon. Well, Minister Lakatripis, thank you so much for being with us today. Matt, thank you for giving us the opportunity. You've been listening to the Harvard Kennedy School Policy Cast, produced by Matt Cadwallader and Molly Lanzarota. Follow us on Twitter at PolicyCast. <laughs>